This NFL Picks Week 18 edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get a $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WYNNBET. State restrictions apply. Hey, it's Scooby right here, AKA Shark Dog. Listening to SGP and let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Sean, what what a journey we've gone on this year. 18 weeks, uh, 22 if you include the preseason, 23 if you include the Hall of Fame game, 52 I, I if you include the preview content, the best ball content. <laughs> wow, uh, Ryan, we're 20 seconds in. You've already lost your voice. I was doing the self-congratulatory <laughs> thing that some people do at the top of their shows. No, I, what I was, what I was actually doing is yeah. I had a couple cocktails earlier. Sean was at a dinner party. <laughs> yes, AKA sir. had to socialize with other adults. Oh no. Coming in fire. Speaking of fire, the chat is lit up. We got uh, Patrick Fisher checking in with an LFG. Andrew Robb saying, what up gents just got his mini helmet and it's fire. Uh, what up, boys? From Shane Kenyon, Curtis Barry. Appreciate the gift card. Uh, Shane Kenyon, uh, merch store straight fire. D. Evan <laughs> Bettis in this biatch. I think can, that's what we he's make going that for a when shirt. <laughs> just this guy. Oh, no, Colby no. is my dad for twenty. He's checking in. No, I wanted the shirts. Just gonna say D. Mfing Bettis <laughs> in the house. All right, we will we will work on getting that shirt. I'm rocking my sweet Jalen Hurts jersey. The uh, salute to service, salute. I mean, that guy put in his right. service. How do you, you didn't get that from our merch store? What are you What are you promoting no, it for? No, I'm promoting it because it it's Jalen Hurts free man. promotion. Yeah, Come Jaylen, on. I mean, I, I love all these fucking clowns Uh-oh. that are saying, "Oh, I think um actually uh, uh, Lane Johnson seemed to be the biggest." Do you watch that game? To turn on the film. There were guys open down the field. The run game was working. Uh, do you remember Gardner when Minshew I, threw all over the place? Do you remember when I, uh, I I asked the question if maybe we were overvaluing Gardner Minshew? Yeah, you're right, Ryan. Oh, I just it, it was it was always a possible outcome. No, Gardner Minshew looked oh you know solid in that Dallas game, and then he completely fell apart in the Saints game. He's a backup for a reason. Yeah. And if anything, this shows you how valuable Jalen Hurts has been. I know wins don't matter in this post-win league of the NFL, where it's all about kumbaya. But I mean, what's your EPA, bro? Jalen Hurts <laughs> is thirteen and one. Uh, Gardner wow. Minshew, zero and two. I like how we're getting back to the easy, the easy things that make us money. Just like Dan Jones is twelve and four ATS. There you I go. I can appreciate these things, Sean. These are facts of life. Looking forward to that. I will say. Looking forward to that battle comes my, Sunday. My take on it is that the like a lot of smart people 
came off pretty stupid thinking Gardner Minshew is Jalen Hurts is equal. Yeah, I mean, I get it. He he's looked he looked okay uh, last year against the Jets game, and he, he did okay against Dallas. Like they should have schemed up a better Classic game. Backup, play. Yeah. one game burst. You 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 had that that game against Dallas. That was the Super Bowl. Looked pretty good, mm-hmm. and then it all fell apart. They, that's why you're a backup quarterback. The other thing we got to get to is how the NFL is going to handle this rescheduling of the game uh, of the Bills Bengals game. To me, and and how you settle it in fantasy. To me, the solution is very easy. We saw they decided the solution. They're not going to play the rest of the game. Whatever points they scored in that week, if you hit your first touchdown bet, it counts. Other than that, Nothing else happened. They didn't get a win. They didn't get a loss. You move on. The Bills and Bengals played are going to play 16 games in this regular season. They didn't play 17 games. To move the entire playoffs back and then have the AFC randomly have a bye week in there and then they have the entire NFC have a bye week in there. Why would you it's Plus, like no one really loses except for the team whose quarterback is holding out, aka Baltimore. Well, yeah, and they're the only team that would have an argument in the scenario you just dialed up. Well, but no, but they they go to the playoffs and they would get that yes. bonus extra bye week, so maybe Lamar could get healthy and, and then it seems like he's not he's not playing um, because he doesn't want to play and it's not a health thing. <laughs> but um, you could argue it's like a Darren Waller uh, training camp situation, maybe the, the whole season they have set up so that if you get the number one seed, it's obviously really hard to do. You get that bye week and it matters a lot more because. The other six teams in your so, conference don't. And it, so it's like when an offensive lineman goes down, and then instead of just putting in the backup, you move three other offensive linemen around. It's like you're impacting everyone in the playoffs instead of just the Bills and the Bengals. I feel like just observing football and sports in general and understanding uh, contests with rules and games with rules. Yeah, it like sucks. Gam- gambling is the the ultimate equalizer. They like and if if something can happen, it will be documented as to how to resolve. Solve it. Yeah. And if you look at the major picking contest, why do they have a stipulation that said if game does not happen by Tuesday at midnight, it's a loss. It doesn't count. Or it just doesn't count if as it's a, a win. Sur- it's a like depending on the survivor pool, maybe you push, maybe you lose, uh, maybe you get a half point, maybe you get no points. And but the fact of the matter is, in every situation, the game is essentially discarded. Uh, the fantasy takes aside because clearly fantasy players don't actually watch real <laughs> football or understand how it works. But we've been watching football for a long time, and the same people that are reporting that the NFL was telling them to go back out there and warm up through the officials, and that was the conversation we saw between the coaches and the officials, where the the coaches basically said, "Nah, we're good." You have a situation where the league wanted to play the game badly. Do you really think that same league is going to completely change their beautiful playoff schedule meant to dominate weekend after weekend for 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 an, a game for one commitment to ESPN? I don't think so. That's insane. They're not playing the game. They're not rescheduling the game. And like they Sean might, said, they might. I don't know. No, I, 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 would, I would be surprised, but I minus you know, a I million. We've we've watched this long enough. The same league that wanted this game to get resumed. Well, we don't know. also understand. Well, also that that Troy Vincent of the NFL Players Association came out and said he never got that message that the NFL was pushing to restart the game, and they were working directly with the NFLPA. So I think perhaps it's just the way it's being reported, but the officials essentially, there was a conversation about getting the players back. They probably said like, Hey, if you guys want to start warming up and And so if it comes from the NFL, if the officials, it could be received as coming from the NFL. So that makes sense. But the other thing too, is like, it's easy to shit on the NFL, but again, like they had 
you know, they had a complete plan ready to go. <laughs> they got this guy treatment. They got him to the trauma center as soon as they could. I, like I saw a pro football doc make, I mean, obviously was, was a bit of a, a joke, but he's like the, the best place. If you're going to have a heart attack yeah. outside of a hospital, the best place is on the, on an NFL field. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully he pulls through, obviously he's still in critical condition, but to the point of playing the game, like it, I don't think there's a debate. I, I don't think they're going to play it. I think any reporting that suggests a, a weird by uh, alternate bye week cause to your point, are you really going to go out of your way to piss uh, off? I mean, the, the, a, the majority of the teams that made the playoffs to accommodate one commitment to ESPN, because again, Kansas city, they're cool with it. Buffalo, Cincinnati, they're both cool with it. It's just ball. Like the only franchise right now that could be like, Hey, this is kind of, kind of sucks. And he, and you even highlighted the, 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 the lemonade version of theirs, which is another week of rest. Yeah. I, I don't, no one gets hurt in the current situation. If you adjust everything else, you're creating uh, disadvantages. You're creating things that would just, you know, question the fairness of it all. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's insane. Anyway, Ryan, speaking of contest, we got our, uh, the free roll football contest coming into the home stretch, obviously coming up this weekend, tough weekend to pick games. Uh, oh. Things are getting interesting. ZD mills is currently in first place, 146 and a half points. That name sounds familiar. Yeah. I think he's in the chat a lot. Bard three fourteen, uh, in second place with one forty four. NFL Amia. 142, Andy Bice, friend of the program, 142, and Morgasm, uh, 141 and a half in fifth place. So, still anyone's uh, contest up for grabs. A lot of cash uh, going to be exchanged there at the mm. end of the season. Best of luck. Pew, pew. Hey, maybe you're out of the contest. Maybe you're just looking to get in on a little action. This Saturday, this Sunday, we got NFL Saturday. We got NFL Sunday. We got the college football national championship right around the corner. All you got to do go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Head over there, bet big, win bigger. Get that risk free $100 bet. They got it all over a win bet, including the parlay wheel. State restrictions apply, offers subject to change. And if you got a gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Terms and conditions over at winbet.com. Let's 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough rent is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, you got that number. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Colby also available via the F line. <laughs> if you need to have a conversation. All right, Sean. Let's go. It's a it's a weird and wacky week eighteen in the National Football League. Obviously, I'm sh Sean. You're a big uh, contract incentive guys. I'm I'm sure yep. you're. Uh, or do Shout we say sportsgamblingpodcast.com? We'll be getting some articles up. If you're looking to get down on some player props, we'll have some nuggets for that. Do we save fantasy. that for the prop show? Um. Yeah, your call. I don't know. I mean, to, to I, I feel like the general consensus going into this week is, and we discuss this every year. The teams that need it, you bet against them because the number is too big. Uh, so those are the and two they things. choke a lot of times too. I mean, there's so many times. I mean, Washington uh, last week was a great example. I mean. well, it's, it's the teams that really need it fuck it up um, if they're that kind of franchise and. 
Yeah, it's it was no surprise. I I still don't understand how the Commanders lost that game by 14 points. Deshaun Watson had nine completions. How do you lose to that guy when he completes nine passes? It's how bad Carson Wentz is. I mean, you, you better question. How do you, as a coach, go back to Carson Wentz? Uh, I guess the same <laughs> coach who didn't know they were were out of the playoffs. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so we get a couple Saturday games, Sean. 1:30 p.m. on the West Coast. The Chiefs are headed to Las Vegas, potentially to have a little one seed celebrate. Do they hang out for the night if they get the one seed? A little party. I mean, they're we, not the Giants. They're not going to be dumping the Gatorade. We, oh my goodness, the, the nervousness. It, it's just it's coming off of you. Oh, it's, it's not, not nervousness it, at all. I just uh, I dumping your Gatorade. We're, we're talking about locking a, up the six seed. We're funny. talking about a Saturday afternoon game, and you're just <laughs> un. Uh, I mean, just. Out of nowhere, Giants reference. It's on your mind in the front part too. Chiefs laying nine and a half here, minus four fifty on the money line. Raiders plus three fifty. Fifty two and a half is the total. Uh the Chiefs have not been doing a good job covering spreads against teams in their division who are very inferior to them. Jared Stidham looked good for one game. Do we think he can look good for two games? My instincts here are to take the Raiders because the Chiefs have been doing enough to win, but they have not been doing enough to cover. Yeah, I mean, Chiefs have been in cruise control, it feels like the, you know, almost the entire season. And their defense is really not that good. 23rd in DVOA. Um, they're not great against top receivers. You know, they they were fortunate to get that cover uh, against the Seahawks, but there's like, they're just not a team that's going to blow you away right now. They're not like a dominant uh, team and they've struggled just ATS and especially ATS against big numbers. I, I really like Vegas here as a division dog. I mean, how I, many times have the chiefs covered this year? I think they're like, uh, what is it? Six and 10. Depends on like five and eleven. Somewhere between four and twelve and six and ten. Yeah. And if you look at the recency stuff, I'm seeing five, ten, and one. But yeah, <laughs> if you look at the recency stuff, well, there's one that could have swung either way. If you look at the recency stuff, Broncos last week didn't get the cover. Seahawks the week before, fortunate to get the cover. Didn't cover against the Texans. Didn't cover against the Broncos. I mean, it lost to the Bengals. Th this is a team that special teams DVOA. They're 24th. Like they're just. They're I, I they're I waiting for the postseason to turn into the well, team. Well, yeah, and know? or they're or they're just not that good of a team. And you when you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, you still your your floor is still like incredibly high. Um, or they're gonna have another gear that they switch in the playoffs. And again, obviously if they lock up the number one seed, they're gonna be a super tough out in the AFC, but I think Josh Jacobs uh, could have a massive game against his team. I mean, Devonte Adams for everyone who thought like, Oh, his best friend went home yeah. and he's not going to play hard. Dude uh, played hard as hell. Like he's still the best receiver in the NFL and, and Jared Stidham is uh you know he's like that drunk 16 year old behind the wheel. He doesn't know he should be scared. He's just like, "Oh man, I'm so comfortable. This thing this car drives so smooth when you're completely you drink like five malt liquor uh bottles <laughs> and you come back from a football game. You're you're dry. He like he showed no fear in that game and I think that's impressive. We'll see if that if that stays with him. I think that was like I test and I I had that game on a lot. Uh, on the main screen, and he just stood stood back there in the pocket, took a ton of shots, which Derek Carr was hesitant to do. He got rocked a bunch by that 49ers defense, but he also he just uh, he just had that drunken confidence. Yeah, you you do have to worry if that's a one game thing. 
Yeah, uh, I will say but that. I but still this think is McDaniel's guy as well, so it, it it does make sense that if McDaniel's is a decent coach, and we you know we talk out of both sides of our mouths with the New England situation, we both say how much of a step down Patricia and Joe Judge are from him. Yeah, but then also doing something right. And he's a, yeah, so I, I do think. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. Like they they know how to put up points. They know how to lose the game at the end. And they played like this game happened already. It was a one point game in Kansas City. So. I see no reason, and the number. I mean, what is the number telling us to do, Sean? Nine and a half. It's my, telling us to take the dog. My only concern is that maybe Raiders become uh, like a super obvious public dog, but I, right now it's it's profiling like the sharps are going to be on the Raiders. It, it's like split with the bets, and, and the money is heavy in the favor of the Raiders. So it, it would it would uh, lead me to believe that that's why the number is at nine and a half and not ten. Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. on Raiders. All right, uh, night game for Saturday. It's a winner, win and in. Jacksonville does have scenarios where they can lose and get in that are still live, and I'll, I'll pull that out while we're talking about this game. But Titans coming off Thursday night, a little bit of a buy at first, but then we it turns out it was a tryout for quarterback. Yeah, and they found one that's better than Malik Willis. How what a what a take that I was fucking right on is how bad Malik Willis is. Thank you. K metric strikes again. And uh, yeah, just Tennessee Thank coming you off for participating in the sports gambling podcast. A well-rested Tennessee team taking on a Jacksonville team that just seems tailor-made to blow this as a big favorite at home when they just need to win the game. Yeah, I really, I've watched this movie before, Sean. It, it really, again, Dobbs playing with house money. I thought he kept his eyes downfield. He was moving well in the pocket. I love I love Rabel as a dog in a division battle oh, here. Big dog too. I, I don't like. I still don't trust Trevor Lawrence as a division favorite at home in a must win game. I just don't. And I don't know. Call me crazy. You got Derek Henry coming off a bye week, uh, Zach Cunningham and Danico Autry. Uh, they've been really huge for that Titans defense. And, and even they had some like offensive linemen that they sat out for the Dobbs game. He still looked pretty good. He was getting the ball to my boy, Chig and Traylon Burks. OC Todd Downing said it's paramount this week to get the ball to rookies Chig Oconquo and Traylon Burks. I found a place that had Chig anytime touchdown nine to one. I it blew my mind. I already bet that. I, it seemed mispriced. Jags can get exposed in the passing game. That's how you can beat the Jags. They're not great against the tight ends. Um, they're not great against number one cornerbacks. Like I I man, and this this Titans defense, they played pretty hard against the Cowboys with nothing to play for with their backups in. You saw what they did to Zeke. I mean, granted Tony Pollard wasn't in there, but they shut the run down. Well, I think they're going to be able to limit ETN and they know how to play. Uh, you know, they know how to play, uh, you know, Goldilocks on the rollouts and it's a revenge game. I was going to say it's a revenge Titans game. Titans are, are a team that's really tough to beat twice in this same I'm, year. I'm going to, I'm going to read off some scores. Uh, 2020 Jacksonville 30. At Tennessee 33. 2020, Tennessee 31. At Jacksonville 10. 2021, Tennessee 37. At Jacksonville 19. 2021, Jacksonville 0. At Tennessee 20. Come on. You really, this is a crazy number to me. I, I think this is all about they don't know what to do with this number. They know that Jacksonville has to be fair. To me, this should be three and a half. It can't get to seven. But once it got past three and a half, four, it just it just kept going because guess what, Sean? All the fucking nerds love Jacksonville and they got they got <laughs> Jacksonville division in their pocket. 
which by the way, the, the scenario where Jacksonville gets in with a loss, they yes. lose obviously Buffalo wins against new England jets beats Miami and Cleveland beats Pittsburgh. So, well, uh, but then that's if we don't play an extra game and move the entire playoffs. No, I'm, I mean, Jacksonville still gets in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Jacksonville gets in with those four outcomes with a loss. So, all right. So we're both on Tennessee plus six. Yes, we are. I, I mean, it's just, this is a classic Brable dog spot. Maybe they lose a close. They lost seven in a dog. row. It's almost incredible to think about the fact that they're playing for a playoff spot. It really is losing crazy. seven. Also, in a row. remember when the Colts were win total was ten and a half, and they were the favorites to win the division, and we kept going, Matt Ryan, what are you <laughs> talking about? Shout out to Jong. Uh, I go, Jong, what's your best bet of the year? He's like Colts under win total. Which, by the way, remember when the Colts beat the Chiefs? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Remember when Patrick Mahomes lost to the Colts? <laughs> what the fuck? Your supposed MVP. This league is out of control. By the way, do you see uh, Kayvon's response to uh, to uh, Jeff Saturday? I'm, I saw I'm, someone else. I'm paid to be a savage and kill quarter <laughs> or go after quarterbacks. Oh, I thought you meant where he said he didn't know who Jeff Saturday was. Oh, that was also funny. It was funny, and then someone wrote back, "Well, he's you know five All Pros, got Super Bowl. You might want to know who he is." That's fine. He's he's completely tarnished his legacy, and I can't. How do you hire him back as an expert after this? I, I <laughs> mean, he's really he's he's really fucked up two jobs. He fucked up <laughs> his coaching career and expert NFL guy career. Uh, take him out of the ring of uh, the honor immediately. Jake uh, Paquin saying he likes Traylon Burks uh, thirty six and a half yards. I like that as well. I certainly. I mean, Sean was a uh, grinding beat reporter content because he, he he coming out. He's like, hey. Uh, they're really going to make a point to get the ball out to Burks and, and Chig. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear a very Titans heavy prop. Maybe we should break it up and give out like uh, five Saturday props. You can give out all your Titans props and then we'll have another five for Sunday. All right, let's move over to Sunday, Sean early slate. Got a couple of games that matter in it's, here. It's down to plus 700. I'm moving the line. Really? I mean, they just realized it was a horrible fucking. I number. hope so. Other places have it at like three fifty. Sean, you you laugh as if it's a joke, but we clearly are leading the. We are I did the, put a significantly large amount on this. We are at the tip of the first any and multi touchdown market, Sean. We are at the tip of the spear. <laughs> That's where the value is. People think we're maniacs. <laughs> it is valuable to be at the tip. Jets head to Miami. Just the tip. Jets laying a point minus one twenty on the money line. Dolphins plus one hundred. Thirty eight is the total. I mean. I don't know how to handicap this game because Mike White is back to not being good. <laughs> well, I, I I think he was. I don't think he was healthy. And I mean, judging from just the way he was in the pocket, he didn't have that confidence that he had. So either the ribs are still bothering him or whatever. Again, also he's probably not that good, and maybe he just had that drunken Jared Stidham confidence. But whatever it was, whether it was the injury or him sucking, he just didn't have it anymore. But then the Dolphins, it's the Dolphins oh. signed Mike Glennon, aka Daddy Longneck, and it sounds like there's a real chance. Of AKA play. brother of Sean Glennon, <laughs> real estate agent in Northern Virginia. Oh yeah, Ryan, don't and get all don't around, get started. And all around great guy. Uh, I, I just I don't understand. I understand. Well, we don't even know. We don't know if the Jets are playing Mike White again. Like, there's a chance they don't play him. It's being. And I don't know if it's Zach Wilson. I don't oh. know if it's. Uh, I don't know if it's Joe Flacco. Uh, like we literally have no idea who the quarterback's going to be. I, to me, 
this is a game where I, I think the Dolphins, regardless of who's playing quarterback, which it's gonna, it seems like it's gonna be Skyler, not Kyler, Skyler. Uh, it's like Kyler's, but they put the S at the beginning. I think with Skyler Thompson, who is not good, I don't. I don't know if I can take the Jets here. Back to back road. I mean, they just didn't show up in a tough road spot. What do you think this is? No, and it's a horrible travel spot because you go all the way out to Seattle, all the way back to New York, all the way down uh, to Miami. I I think, uh, but here's the thing: if they if they trot out Strevler for the Jets and run that like read option Tim Tebow hybrid thing that they were doing that Thursday night game, I and Miami isn't prepared for it. I think that's a formula where they could win. The tough part is we have no idea what they're going to do at quarterback. Like this is, it's just kind of insane. Um, the jets rush defense is kind of falling apart. I would imagine they're still going to run most certain Wilson. I mean, Miami, they have a, what do, what do they need to happen to get into the playoffs? They still have an outside shot. Um, it doesn't, I, it feels like their season's pretty much over, but I think they still have a chance, right? The jets. No, the Jets have been eliminated. The, the Dolphins. Dolphins have one scenario. Yeah. They win and Buffalo win. It's actually not that crazy. So Buffalo wins and Miami wins, they're in. Yeah, but I mean, what are they like? I could see them completely choking. Here's well, a, the model. This is one of those like take the team. Like you're supposed to fade the team with more motivation, but what is like what should this number be then if it's overinflated? Uh, yeah, I mean, in no scenario should the jets be the road favorite. So for that, I'm taking the dolphins. It, that to me is the handicap. Yeah. I don't know if I'm dying to tease this one, but I, I, I definitely oh. gun, <laughs> gun to my head. And by the way, Sean, have you seen the photo of Chris Strebler, uh holding the gray cup with a cowboy hat and cigar? No, oh, hold on. I'm, I'm going to, I'll show you. I can't, <laughs> I can't, we'll, we'll have to maybe make it the, uh, we'll, uh, maybe I can, I don't know. Uh, Anyway, he does have some drip. Let's just put it that way. He uh, holding the gray cup like a guitar, wearing uh, a fur coat, no shirt under it, a cigar, and a white cowboy hat. Fucking legend. Uh, yeah, I just to your point, like that's maybe the way they get it done. But and maybe and we're maybe we're supposed to fade the Dolphins here. And and Mike McDaniel, who did you see? Did you hear his comments on Mike Lennon? Thought he uh, he saw a lot of resemblance between him and, and Mike Lennon. I think he was making a height joke, make calling himself short. Oh, okay. They're both named Mike. I don't know. Uh, some nerd barista humor, but yeah, both on Miami. This one just, I, if the jets show up, I'm going to be really pissed at myself. Cleveland heads to Pittsburgh for a system play Steelers laying two and a half. This was three earlier today. Minus one fifty on the money line. Cleveland plus plus one twenty five. Forty is the total. From what I understand, some, some, uh, heavily followed, uh, Touters of picks are really on the Cleveland Browns. Really? So the number is down to two and a half. Who? Our system would, uh, our buddy uh, over on the Simple Handicap, Sean. Yes. Plugging another show there. Uh, he He's big on Cleveland. I, a system would say to also take Cleveland, AFC yeah. North, short dogs. But fuck me if I'm fading Mike Tomlin. No. I'm not getting. You saw the angry Mike Tomlin walking down uh, that hallway at the stadium. Do you really want to get in the way of that man's uh, 18 well, you know straight seasons of winning <laughs> records or whatever it is? He also. Did you see what Kenny Pickett after he threw that touchdown? There's a video of him just going, Kenny, 
fucking pick it. I, I, I mean, you know. This team is rallying. This team is the team. When when we took um, them to win the AFC North, this is the team I thought we would see—an ugly, grinded-out team that's led by a dominant TJ Watt and doing enough on offense. We're we're finally seeing Najee Harris. You finally see why that guy's a first-round pick. Uh, Fryermuth is a reliable target. You get a little something out of Pickens, and Deshaun Watson still doesn't look good. I think they're going to be able to slow down the the Cleveland run game. And and other than that, you force Cleveland to beat you with the pass, and we I don't think they Pittsburgh. can. I do, but d- no, they, I said we love Pittsburgh. It's out of control. No, well, but if is T.J. Watt playing? They're seven and two with T.J. Watt playing. That's my handicap. That's the system. Yeah, I, I just, I mean, again, if you're not familiar with the path to the playoffs for the Steelers, they they actually need some help. So it's not just a win; they also need the Jets to win. And the Bills to win, so they're rooting against the Dolphins. But yeah. I, I started the show saying, "Well, we have to take the teams that don't have the extra motivation because it's built into the line." And once again, I ask you, what should this line be if this is inflated? I don't think it is. Should this be a pick'em? No, I I don't think they're in gi- Pittsburgh. I don't think they're giving anyone an extra edge. I don't think they're factoring in Pittsburgh needs it and Cleveland does it with this line. This is just, but this think, is, they, they see it as two even teams. Pittsburgh's home field advantage is two and a half over. Yeah. I mean, I look, I I'm with you. I'm just saying like the trend over a couple decades is you bet against, against the spread, the teams that need, when, a, when you have a motivation versus a note of motivation, fading the motivation team is, is a 60% trend. So there, there has to be something to that, but, I, but it rush like, defense DVOA Steelers are fourth in the league right dude, now. I'm with you. I just, I'm trying to understand how these last two games had any sort of baked in uh, inflation. I, that's on what the I'm saying. I don't think they do. Ah, I'm just, I'm explaining that the, the 20 years of data would suggest that they do, but maybe not with these two. All right. So I do have a bit of history here with the next game, Sean, did you know? That the closure, and I'm, I'm scrambling to pull up uh, the data because I know I have it in one of these tabs. The the closure eyes special. How often do you think the closure eyes special has ended up going against another closure eyes special? I don't think in, it's ever happened. In 20 years, it's happened 19 times. 19 times really? in 20 years. So we're good for one a year. One a year. It already happened this year with Tennessee and Jacksonville earlier this year. Hmm. We have it arguably twice this year, depending on how you grade the Minnesota spread last week at three or three and a half. You have first game. We're going to talk about Houston, the Texans who underperformed the spread last week by 21 or more. Yeah. They're taking on the Colts who underperformed the spread by 21 or more. But the Colts aren't getting obviously not. But what I'm saying is just, just the fact that you have the convergence of two Mm. teams that both underperform the spread uh, shocking. And and the other thing is that do you believe the nonsense that the Texans are going to tank this game to ensure they get the first pick? I mean, how are they? How would they do that? I, I don't know. I every time I hear people talk about it, I want to understand how they pull it off because you have a, a football guy coach, Lovey Smith. Yeah. You have a bunch of guys who are trying to get a job. You think Davis Mills is going to mail it in? He wants to put. Ta- I, I just don't. No, get they're that. running this. They're running this Davis Mills, Jeff Driscoll dual quarterback. They're playing to win every single game. Uh, the Colts have completely quit on their coach. You don't think they're uh, going to try hard for Jeff Saturday one more time? No, not he at got all. J- he got Nick Foles murdered. Yeah, he did. 
That was on Jeff Saturday. That's the part. I didn't see the media crushing him for that. You can't put a guy out there like that and just wolves. The wolves were all around and you just left him out there. Uh, Sean, uh, objectively, Nick Foles squirming around on the floor was a little bit amusing, right? I mean, Ryan, I don't like to make fun of player injuries. I'll I'm not making fun of it. I'm saying it was amusing. All right. I, mean, I know you're sad about it. I keep it, I keep it classy over here. I'm not doing injury snowman next to your uh next to your oh, injury quarterback. Wow. But uh it says the D cell battery is hailing down on Santa's the, the the handicap here is purely the close your eyes special. Nothing more. Jeff Saturday also Davis Mills up. is actually noticeably better on the road than at home. I can't explain it. But you look at his home road splits, it's pretty big. And can you uh, can you imagine a world where the Texans fuck up getting the number one pick? Because yeah. I can. <laughs> All right, so we're just gonna agree on this as well. Let me let me just pull up his home road uh, splits because it's funny. Home uh, oh six and one, road two and five. Um, QB rating seventy nine point three on the road, seventy six point eight at home. Uh, yards per attempt. Uh, 6.95 on the road, 5.84 at home. Like those are big differences. I, I don't know what it is. He just sucks at home. Yeah. Handicap here is we're just going to play the closure. I special, even though it's week 18 and even though both well, and Darius Knox points out, maybe the Colts tank the game to keep the Texans from getting the number one pick. Are no these, one wants to win. this. Are these the worst two franchises in the NFL right now? I mean, I would say the Colts are kind of worse just because of the bad vibes surrounding them. Yeah. And the horrible owner. As Colby would tell you. All right, next up, Tampa. They're heading to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Falcons laying four and a half here, minus two ten on the money line. Tampa plus one seventy five. Forty and a half is the total. Worth noting that Bucks head coach. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? Did Todd Bowles did say he's going to play his starters. There's no fucking way. No, he didn't say that. He did. He backed. He backtracked that. Okay. But the spread obviously pointing out that yeah. they're not going to play. Now, what I would say, this number was as high as seven and a half. So why is it at four and a half? So I think maybe they play um, a series or two to shake off the rust. But well, why? What's why the move from seven and a half back to four and a half? Well, well and I and I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people were taking the bucks maybe with all those points. Do I mean, you, do you Kyle think, Trask versus Desmond Ritter. Do you think the Bucks deserve- need need some work? Maybe. Yeah, but I don't think Tom Brady cares about that. No, I don't think Todd Bowles thinks like that. They think, hey, we have a bunch, we have a veteran team. We have Chris Godwin. His hamstrings about to pop off every time. Mike Evans injury history. Tom Brady old as shit. Like I don't think they're, I and they're thin depth wise. I don't think they can sustain many injuries. So I, who I, smashed? Like who was buying them at seven and a half? That, uh, that's just an sharps, Ryan. I don't know. I'm obviously on the Fal- Falcons are the, the typical team you take in this kind of spot. Algier, the the, the try Ritter, they're going to try to fucking win this game. Yeah, I am a little worried though because even when they're trying to win the game, they haven't scored more than twenty points uh, one time in the last ten games. So it's like even uh, if they try really hard, even I could see this being like a twenty-one seventeen win for the Falcons. Yeah. I mean, let's see. I'm 75%. I mean, if Blaine Gabbert gets in here, goddamn, look out. Blaine Runner a- versus Desmond Ritter. According you're to making the, Ritter a four and a half point favorite. According to this data, it, it was as high as nine. Uh, yeah, I mean, 75% of the bets, but 60, 
wait, seventy five percent of the bets, but only thirty six percent of the money on the Bucks. Very, all very confusing. Um, but leads me to believe that we should be betting Atlanta here. I, if nothing else, like this number was much, much bigger. Why did it come down? Yeah, I'll take Atlanta. It's in a weird fucking spot. But why? Why would it? It's a good stay away. I mean, I would have loved the teaser at seven and a half. Carolina heads to New Orleans, where I think the Panthers are going to try to win one for the old uh, Steve Wilkes. Get him that job finally. Carolina plus three and a half, plus one sixty on the money line. New Orleans minus one ninety. Forty one and a half is the total. Are we are we ever going to know why Jameis didn't play this season? Do you think we'll ever get that story? I, I mean, it's either one he was just a Sean Payton guy, and Sean Payton had enough power to do whatever he wanted. And the second that he was gone, he never had a chance. Or I, I don't know. He was he was guy. He had to be healthy. Yeah, oh yeah. It's not a health thing. I, I don't have an explanation because Andy Dalton wasn't exactly lighting the world on fire. No, I mean, remember when he threw three pick sixes or what was that back to back pick yeah. sixes? And then that that great. How does that not get you benched? It's almost like they were, like not trying to be good, not trying to be bad, not trying to be good. Putting Andy Dalton in there, hoping that it looks good enough. I, honestly, like Dennis Allen, we but talked. What, about I mean, they, they have no incentive to tank. They don't have their first round pick. Yeah, no, it's I almost just, like they lost the guy running the ship and had no idea what to do. Uh, Marshall and Lattimore, he looked pretty good. Obviously, picked off Gardner Minshew. Uh, pick six. They've been playing decent defense. Yeah, defense has been solid. Uh, really, I underestimated J.C. Horn because clearly the Panthers didn't know how to adjust their defense. I mean, when they brought up Josh Norman, that should have been a red flag to take all the Tom Brady, all the <laughs> passing stuff. I just thought Brady wasn't accurate enough to yeah, hit that, those deep shots. What was the score? It was like twenty-one ten in the fourth quarter. It's not like yeah they were li- lighting him up all game, but once Brady figured it out, he he. He well, that's what I'm saying. Point. Like, I think, uh, you know, Rashid uh, Shahid, he's an interesting DFS guy because we've seen him get behind. I mean, if you remember Every that Cardinals year. game, uh, Dalton hit him on a massive bomb, sweet first touchdown bet. I think him and Olave could really do some damage against this Panthers team. It does seem like people have the Panthers circled as like this motivational edge over the the Saints, and I think the Saints have quietly been playing well. Let's not forget they just went on the road in Cleveland and Philly and got W's. Saints have pretty good defense too. Now um, they come home. Yeah, ninth uh, ranked defense DVOA. Um, you know they can slow down the run. I I think and Ryan, we have a model. Sam Darnold on the road. This is a back to back road spot for mm. Sam Darnold. I'm taking the Saints here. It is funny because uh, now that I've, I've stamped that as a model, it did it did remind me that Sam Darnold is on the road this week and that we should bet against him. Uh, yeah, so once again, let's agree. Ryan, you know what else we agree on? Underdog fantasy. It's an awesome way to play. Uh, playoff fantasy uh, is super fun. They have the playoff fantasy best ball. You can draft your team right now. They also have weekly contests, AKA battle Royale for the NFL. Really fun way to play uh, NFL week 18. They also have daily NBA and NHL. All you got to do is go to underdogfantasy.com, Use a promo code SGPN. Get a instant deposit bonus, uh, instant deposit match up to $100 underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. Uh, Someone was uh, mentioned. Oh, uh, Dryden was telling me he's gonna really love 
listening to me draft Isaiah Hodgins on every single team in uh, in draft day 3.0 next summer. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> uh, and stay, and yeah, fuck, been, uh, been sneaking off, uh, you know, pulling out the old best ball draft while I'm taking the shit. They're the perfect oh, nice. month. You, it doesn't, it doesn't cause for alarm from the family that I'm missing for too, too long. Like the summer <laughs> best ball drafts. So per perfect companion to the shitter next up. Patriots head to Buffalo where the bills uh, coming off the, the Monday night, uh, non game minus once or minus seven and a half is the spread. I, I, I don't know how widely available this is minus three fifty on the money line Patriots plus two eighty forty two and a half is the total hard to hard to handicap this. Obviously they, they still need to the win to avoid losing ground to the Bengals. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be playing hard. They're going to be playing for the two seed. Uh, the crowd is going to be insane. Obviously, they'll be, I'm sure they'll be de dedicating the game to Hamlin. Um, and, and really, it's a horrible matchup for the Patriots. Like Belichick in this defense, they struggle with mobile quarterbacks. Josh Allen took care of them last time. You know, Pat's defense is playing pretty good, but overall, they're super dysfunctional. And yeah, I I guess the thing that worries me is that the Pats have been good at creating turnovers mm -hmm. and second half defense. Um so it's that's how number, they right? that's how they could get in the game. Yeah, but I, I'm on Buffalo here at minus seven and a half. Uh Pat Pats are winning in. Don't don't they need help too? I thought they need help. Pats win, they're in. Period. hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. yeah well, I, per per at uh Den Denny's Leman, uh, this this guy on Twitter is putting out these nice graphics. But yeah, per per his uh, his graphic, yeah, Patriots win the game. They're in the they're in the postseason. So yeah, I mean, to me, this is I I'm shocked. I'm actually surprised you're you're taking Buffalo here. It, it's a classic. Like I think we're gonna see Bill come out with some nice adjustments. I think he is gonna be able to confuse Josh a little bit, and. I think this is bills get the win for sure. I, I'm not sure they cover. So uh, yeah, I'll take the points here. We'll disagree for the first time. Next up Cincinnati, Baltimore minus seven for the Bengals minus three twenty on the money line. Ravens plus two eighty. Lamar still holding out 42 and a half is the total. <laughs> the the Harbaugh the quote about it was pretty fun. Mid season holdout is next level. Uh, asked about his, his asked about his status. Head coach John Harbaugh said, I'm just going to leave all that stuff alone and focus on the game and have the guys ready for the game. All of us who are making fun <laughs> of Lamar Jackson's agent, Lamar Jackson, he's, he's breaking ground with new ways to hold out. Ryan, so. how do we feel about the under 40 on Brown Steelers? I mean, AFC North, you always go. Yeah, under. yeah. I mean, you watched the game last week, and I mean, play some exact score 16-13s. <laughs> I'm serious. I like that score comp. Nineteen sixteen, maybe. Yeah, I, I seventeen sixteen. They just played sixteen thirteen. That's right up there. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, so at stake in this game, Sean is, I, I think if Baltimore wins, it secures them. It almost certainly, it doesn't even certainly secure them the five seed anymore. It doesn't. Well, again, it doesn't, I don't think it really matters for the Ravens. The only way it would have mattered is if the Bengals would have lost against Buffalo, which again, they didn't lose. Then if the Ravens won, um, you know, then they would win the AFC North. 
which they can't do anymore. And the most likely scenario, Sean, is actually that Baltimore faces Cincinnati in the first round of the playoffs. Yeah. In the three six matchup. I, I think the chart basically if the Chargers win, they're gonna be the five seed and get to take on the AFC South. So I, I think this is one of those interesting, like, do you play hard and risk it to avoid playing the Bengals again, or do you just call this game a, a, a fucking truce? And and play each other again in a week. Well, and, the, and then also too, like the Bengals, I'm sure will be scoreboard watching. I, again, it depends on what happens with the Chiefs. But if we assume the Chiefs uh, get the win over the Raiders, which who knows, maybe that doesn't happen. Fair assumption on the money line. Yeah. Um, let's say Buffalo's up 21 points. Are, are you really putting Joe Burrow out there in the fourth quarter? <sighs> yeah. I. For for who? For what? Like well, Ricky Waters said, I, I think I'm definitely in, in favor of of not resting. But in the in the scenario where like like this is a rare scenario where you're if you're going to play the team again, so I'm looking at the scenario, Sean, right now, and basically if Buffalo wins, there's only one scenario where Baltimore doesn't end up the six seed and Cincinnati doesn't end up the three seed, and so that tells me with almost 100 percent certainty this is a bye week. So at which point, who, which backups do you like more Baltimore, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to take the Ravens plus seven just because you one, have it's, it's AFC North. These games get ugly. Uh, Joe Burrow's great as a favorite, but it's, there's so many things that could go wrong for them covering the seven, you know, their motivation, um, how they're handling coming off that game, the distractions, like it, it's not, you know, they're not playing for Hamlin at home. You know what I mean? Like they're, they, I think they've had a, the weirdest week out of all, and I could see them coming out a little flat. Um, Baltimore again, they don't need it, but it's a division game and they hate the Bengals. I, I think you have to take the seven points Burrow's great as a favorite under seven, but seven for a division games. So much. isn't the way we play this. Don't you just, don't you just, instead of just playing the the, the Ravens or the Bengals. Don't you just do it as correlated parlays? Like you take Patriots money line and Bengals maybe with the points, because if the Patriots are winning the game, then maybe the Bengals do keep the foot down. Whereas on the flip side, you know, bills, you juice up bills, money line with Ravens money. Well, and line. Also too, this is crazy to predict because what if, you know, we're taping this Wednesday night. What if Thursday or Friday, they say, Hey, you are playing that extra game. So then yeah, yeah that that would be crazy. I that, mean, that in your words, the handicap as well. I would say 100% they're not going to be playing that game, but to your point, it, it, they haven't said for certain they're not right. playing. It's a possibility. So I'm I'm all there's so many X factors that can screw up the Bengals cover. I think you got to go Ravens. I agree. In fact, it, I think there's a version of this where we see this line drop. I mean, it once people realize there's there's so few scenarios where either team changes their seating. I I don't I don't get this. It's got to be hinging on the fact that it's it's uh, maybe they play the game. All right, last of the early slate, Vikings coming off an absolute thumping. They would have been a close your eyes special, but they're laying seven and a half against <laughs> the fucking Bears, who are a close your eyes special. Bears plus seven and a half, plus two eighty on the money line. Vikings minus three fifty. Forty two and a half is the total. Nate, Nathaniel, Nathan, Nate Peterman, he's playing. Why? How is the? What has this man done to earn another job in the NFL? 
Do we remember his five interceptions? Yeah, in the I first remember half? Gruden. He, Gruden loves him. Long cocks. And more importantly, I mean, the Bears could they be any more open about tanking? What does the coach say about <laughs> Justin Fields' availability for the game? It was a medical decision. I didn't. I, I had no say in it. <laughs> I mean, you sound like my eleven-year-old when she clearly did something wrong. No, I, this is this is a tank job. They're throwing this guy out to the wolves. But oh, jokes on you! Vikings might not be going across the finish line either. Yeah, I mean, so where the Vikings are still in the mix uh, for the two seed, and I if and they I think want the two seed, do you think they want the Packers or the Giants? I, I mean, think, worth I think, noting. I think you do want the two seed because then if you end up playing the three seed, you get the home game, right? I so I you would have home games. Agree with you. You would have. I think teams but are motivated to play the. They just got their ass beat by the Packers. Right. But I, no one, they're not going to intentionally lose this game. I think they're going to play. I think the issue is this Vikings team outdoors. We've seen it's kind of night and day. It's no shocker. Kirk cousins. Uh, this is a 1 PM game against the bears defense. So I, I think they go full bore. I think you get a bounce back game from Justin Jefferson who looked like horrible and you know, getting the gritty done on oh, you. He wants the record. Yeah, he wants the record. Kirk Cousins wants to look respectable. This is the most Kirk Cousins game of all time. A game where the other teams intentionally try to lose. It's at 1 p.m. East. And they have a horrible defense. And they have a horrible defense. Sean, what do you what was the number before they announced that Peterman would be starting? It was uh, it was like uh four one, and a half. One and a half. No. Yeah. Six points from Justin Field to Mr. Peterman. I mean, also the, the Bears defense sucks. And then you oh, look you're at laying the points. Huh? You look at their offense. The only thing they do well offensively is let Justin Fields run. And they were hanging around that game. He did something to his ankle, and then their offense fell apart. I th I think there is a greater than zero percent chance that the Vikings are looking to get some guys rested in this game. And I'm going to observe the closure eyes special. Very gross. Nate Peterman on the card this week, Sean. Oh, you're right. It is a close your eyes uh, special. All right. If it's a close your eyes special, I'm going to keep riding it. Give me, give me the bears then and again, for those who are I new to the show, if you're, if you underperform the spread by 21 points and the but next, I like, I like Kirk and DFS and the next week you are getting points. That is the close your eyes special. Cause it's too gross to bet on, but you got to do it six and three ATS this year. That's good for 67%. And Sean, these are always dogs. Keep in mind five and four straight up. So yeah. Uh, very profitable trend here at the Sports Gambling Podcast. Late afternoon games. The Rams head to Seattle where the Seahawks are laying six and a half, minus two ninety on the money line, plus two forty for the Rams. Forty one and a half is the total. What's the flow chart say about uh Pete Carroll versus Sean McVay? Fucking owns him. <laughs> Pete Carroll owns Sean McVay? I I think I think this is the first one where you have inflated line. Due to motivation, I think the Seahawks are. are uh, this to me is like the classic, classic. Uh, the Seahawks have everything to play for. They're playing a yeah, division yeah. opponent, which has nothing to play yep. for, and you're all over the Rams. Yep. I mean, I want to bet this Rams money line on Bobby Wagner alone. Did you see that performance he gave <laughs> last time yeah. they played each other? You're giving Bobby Wagner. You're letting him loose. In fact, I think we talked about like in our handicap. Hold on, let me, and Cam Akers. Don't tell Cam Akers this game means nothing. That guy's been 
He's been like dominating um, these past few games. Geno Smith again. He didn't look great they, against the Jets. It was just the Jets couldn't do anything offensively. Uh, the the Rams. I mean, they do, the Rams didn't look great last week. No, it's not not you can't just uh, like brush it aside. But yeah, I mean, let's see here. Week December. 4, I wanted to pull up the the Pete Carroll Sean McVay trend. I know I have it jotted down. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know how you could lay the points here with the the form the Seahawks are in and everything you said about the like like I said this is the first one where I feel truly the line is inflated because of the public motive like well, everyone and, is like oh Rams, Seattle needs the game Rams don't need to lay down they have honestly the Rams are like a super team of guys who want to stay in the NFL <laughs> they don't it's have like any picks. Cam Akers um, you know, Baker Mayfield. Tyler Higby, like guys who are on the edge of being in the NFL or not, and maybe not Tyler Higby, but you like Van Jefferson, like everyone yeah. on this team right now is on the bubble as to like they want to put good film on tape. And they don't have draft picks. Like the organization yeah. doesn't give a fuck either. And I think Gino is not he's still a little he's a little suspect. So I'm I'm all over the Rams here. You remember when people were I mean, Gino got in the Pro Bowl. The Pro Bowl's flawed. How do how do you screw this one up so bad? It looks really horrible that Gino's a Pro Bowler. I think maybe we have, like he's gonna do the skills competition and just look horrible. He's gonna be <laughs> he's gonna be airmail air the shit. All right, uh, yeah, I, we're we're once again lockstep uh, taking the points with the Rams. Next up, Giants Eagles. Giants catching fourteen plus seven hundred on the money line minus eleven hundred for the Eagles. Forty two and a half is the total. I, I why don't you? This number is ridiculous. I, I'm I'm going to stand by my statement. I think there's a couple select defensive players, along with Saquon Barkley, who could could end up not playing. Other than that, like uh, Leonard Williams, I'll put it on record. Yeah, Leonard Williams, Aziz Ojulari, Saquon Barkley. I expect them to probably shut it down because they'd be playing through injury. Everyone else, I don't expect them to be rested like this line suggests. Uh, like, like you keep reminding me, the line suggests, I, I think they're no, misreading I mean, I the think, situation. I think all the starters are going to play. I think Saquon Barkley, I think Leonard Williams, if they can play and play through injury, they should. If you're not playing everyone that can play, you're messing with the integrity of the game. And we know that the giants wouldn't do that. So I think we're going to get the best game. The giants have, we're going to get everyone, all their starters. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think they're going to play the The offense will be out there. <laughs> I think the defense will be at McKinney will be well, out then, there. Dory I, I Jackson mean, will be out there. I, like I said, Leonard Williams went out in the last game. Both Aziz and Leonard went out in the last game with injuries. The reason I'm saying I think they those guys could be rested is because they just went out of the last game with injuries. Barkley obviously been playing through some shit, and if you rest the running back, that makes sense. I don't see anyone else resting. I think this number is huge, and I think it indicates. I don't even understand. I don't understand what it indicates because I don't think they're resting the starters. I think you like you can make narratives from ownership fucking remembering 2007 down to the fact that Dable said with his own fucking mouth, you can rest when the season's over. I don't know where the news is coming that they're thinking people are resting. I think some spreadsheet nerds look at it and say, oh, they can't change their <laughs> shit. They read Adam Levitan. Giants have one in the motivation column. Uh, That's I, what happens when you're a fucking nerd who doesn't root for an actual team. 
But you, so you think you think there's nothing to this line? It's so you think the bookmakers are completely off by setting this 14. I don't think the bookmakers are setting the number. I think the people betting the into the number are setting the number, and I think a lot of people think that the motivation is low, so they're not going to fucking play the game. That's what I think. I mean, you could also make a case. Eagles beat them by how much in in uh, Giant Stadium? Twelve. Yeah. And so now you factor in the home field. That's how you get to fourteen. Yeah, but the number was seven and a half. So this that would be a massive adjustment. Right. I mean, because they're obviously they got. We don't know Jalen Hurts' health. They're being cagey about that. He's gonna play. They're being more cagey about Jalen Hurts' health as Brian Dable is about playing his starters. What do you mean? Dable's saying they're playing. They're they're Jalen Hurts. Is he definitely going to start this week? Yeah. Okay. And he's 100%. Okay. I mean, you know, is anyone in the NFL 100%? Okay. I mean, again, I'm just saying this number this number doesn't make sense to me. Okay. Yeah, I I think I think people are setting the lines who are, you know, accepting massive bets on both sides. Not this early in the week, Sean. Come on. You know how it works. I think they have inside information that the Giants will be resting some key guys. I don't think they have inside information. Okay. I, I don't think this, this, I disagree. This, the giants haven't been leaky. I, we, we've I don't think it. you're going to see all their starters. Okay. I disagree. I would smash the giants. Okay. I mean, again, I think, I think first half smash. Okay. So you're taking giants plus 14. Of I'll course. take the Eagles minus 14. Of course. You don't think there's any, anything to the organizational revenge spot of saying, fuck you for putting Nate Sudfeld in the game. And messing with the integrity of the game, we're gonna beat your ass so you don't get the one seed. Okay, so you're saying everyone's playing, no one's setting. I'm saying that there's a couple key defensive players who are injured who might not play. But I don't know why you're trying to be a lawyer. I'm saying no, that he's I, I not going to sit down Daniel Jones. He's not gonna sit down any starting receivers, not gonna start sit down any re- So Daniel Jones plays the whole game. Yes. Okay. Unless the Giants are have the victory in hand. Saquon so Barkley, you say he doesn't he, play. He's the most likely guy to not suit up. Okay. Yeah. I I got the Eagles laying fourteen. They're at home. They're bringing back Jalen Hurts, the MVP. It's a must-win situation. And oh, there's the chat is getting fiery, talking shit on Jalen Hurts. I love all of it, by the way. Shout out to uh, shout out to Oregon State. Go Beavs. Drayden talking shit on Jalen Hurts. Who's your quarterback? Geno Smith. Fuck off, Drayden. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, where are you getting? Where are you getting talking shit on Geno? Uh, on uh, Jalen Hurts, he can squat six hundred. He can squat three uh, Geno Smiths. Put him on the barbell. This is this is the ultimate situation for the Eagles. Uh, they got embarrassed against the Saints. You have your star player, your franchise guy, your leader. Is Lane coming Johnson back. back? No, Lane Johnson's. Uh, he's not playing until the playoffs. Do you want them them to to run Jalen Hurts ten to fifteen times in this game? Yeah. Uh, whatever you guys are already in the playoffs. Whatever it takes to get the win. Right. I mean, wh- you you play to win the game, right? I agree. I've told you this. I'll be disappointed. <laughs> All right. I I'll be I, very disappointed. I just I don't. So if they were okay in your mind, if they were playing all their starters, what I, would the line be? I think if if they were playing, if they're playing all their starters, where should this be? Well, okay, we'll put it this way: if they needed this game to get in the playoffs, what would you make the line? Or what do you think the line? Would the be? the line. Uh, Nine and a half, Ten, really? Like, like Eagles, Giants. If this if this is like week sixteen and nothing's been settled yet, I'd say, I think it would be like eight. Well, it was seven and a half in New York. Giants okay. have a, so maybe eight and a half. Small, all right, so eight and a half, nine and a half, little teaser protection in there. I, I think 
I think in fairness, if this is Tyrod though, I've been thinking about this more. If this is, I don't, th- I do think they are splitting a little bit. Cause if this is Tyrod, you have to move it more than four points or five, four, five and a half points. In my opinion, Tyrod's been pretty horrible when he's come into games. I would say this though. If let's say Saturday morning, Daniel Jones gets uh stomach flu and mm. they announced Tyrod the starter. What do you think the line I'll be is fi- there? I'll be uh, I'll be very disappointed. No, but what do oh. you think they would I don't think you move it you would 16 and a half. No, I think it's I think it's I think it's 14. Cuz if if he gets the flu and he's sitting out, that means they're actually going to rest their guy. Dude, they have practice guy, squad guys starting. So their their depth isn't exactly very good. I, I'm just telling you if, number number goes to 16 If they and a half, announced so if they announced uh Tyrod, I think it's like 14 and a half maybe. No, I think it, it, you I, can't. It's a division game. You can't make it higher exactly. than fourteen. I think it goes to sixteen and a half. Okay. Dan Jones is worth a touchdown over Tyron. Well, then that's only it. two and a half, though. What do you mean? You said he's worth a nine touchdown. and a half to sixteen and a half is oh, a touchdown. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm saying it's at fourteen now. Okay. If they announce, but that's why I was saying they're splitting the difference a little bit. I do think they're they're hedging a little. Fourteen's an easy number to sit on, right? Yeah. I. I mean. I, I don't get this. I look I, at the next game, Arizona, San Francisco. That's at 14. Yeah. No, I agree. But that's why I like the Giants. And I I Sean, I'm telling you, that there's a there's a number of reasons organizationally why they, they're not just gonna lay down for this game. No, I, I the only one, the only conspiracy theory is like John Mara hates Jerry Jones more than Lurie. So by letting the Eagles get the division, he he prevents the I think, Cowboys. I think the Giants, like Dable said, he's going to do what's best for the Giants organization. And I think. And for, then after he said that, he said, "I'm going to play my guys. They can rest after the season." Right. That's something you say at a press conference. But I think behind closed doors, some guys that would normally play in a must-win situation aren't going to play, and those guys are key guys. But the second you treat a game like a non non-real situation. That's when people actually get hurt. And again, John Mara and Steve Tish, remember what happened in 2007. All right. Hey, I'm looking forward to the game. We're going to get the best. Sean, that from that the was the same. I watched, I, I rewatched the last couple minutes of that Super Bowl, by the way. And uh, I, I was reminded on how you won all that money in the Super Bowl squares yes. pool there. So second and third quarter, you remember what ha- I, they're playing this third guys. I, I will again be, I'll be very, very disappointed if they don't Arizona, San Francisco, as you said, Cardinals are catching that same magical 14, seven to one on the money line. We have two NFL dogs of seven to one this week, and they're both divisional Niners uh, laying the 14 minus 1100 40 and a half is the total San Francisco can get the one seed. Yep. Obviously uh, they, they win and Eagles lose. And I think that's all that it takes. Well, no. And then the Cowboys are in there too. But if San Francisco wins, they're they're ahead of the Cowboys, they, right? No, no matter what, if San Fran wins and Philly loses, San Fran gets the one seed. Okay. The scenario where Dallas gets the one seed is with Arizona winning that game. So, again, from a motivational standpoint, Arizona nothing to play for unless you think they're playing for Cliff Kingsbury's job. Uh, Kyler isn't even going to be playing next year at the beginning of the season. It seems like Kyler's uh, fixing to get a whole another year off. He's going to do the baseball thing and just take that extra season. I mean, I guess David Blau played better than expected last week. They were scrappy. Um, Are they going to get 
they're going to get D Hop and and some some help back. I guess it's D Hop playing. I thought he was a scratch. I thought I saw that he is. Maybe I'm talking out of my ass, but I thought I read something that he was going to play this week. Um, I, this is a hard handicap because I very much know the Niners are going to win this game, but I also don't know if they're going to. I I played the Shanahan is going to blow teams out build that momentum going into the playoffs. And then what happened last week, they had a, they had to play a fucking tight game against Jared Stidham on the road in Las Vegas. So I, that, that scared me a little bit about their ability to take care of business. This is back at home. They have been, they have showed the ability to blow teams out at home, but this is still a divisional game. And it's just so hard to, to, to lay 14 points in the NFL in a divisional game. Yeah. I mean, um, I don't really have a ton to add here because it, it's. Do we know is are they putting Colt McCoy back? Or are they going to stick with David Blau? Because I thought I saw Colt McCoy, but then I feel like other place. Um, per per a couple places I've seen it listed as um, as Blau. So it's a Blau Purdy game, Purdy Blau. Uh, uh, it's. Like the all right, so looking at the money, the money's coming in on the Niners side, um, which is a little different than the Giants game, where we're you know the it's the opposite. There's a little bit more money coming in on the the Giants at this point, but both games are pretty split. And so I guess I would ask, like, if you're running to the window to lay 14 right now, what does that tell you? Like, what do you know about this? That like I, a I I. I, I see a world where they win the game. They, they go up 21 points. They, they take their foot off the gas. It sounds like they'll get Debo back. Um, Debo just got hurt though. I like yeah. he's the and, kind of and guy. Christian McCaffrey is banged up. Like they got Elijah Mitchell back. I think we'll see a lot of him and Brock Purdy showed. He's not and also too. Like what if Brock Purdy gets hurt? You're completely screwed after Brock Purdy. I think you take the points here on this under the same guys of this. Like you're not, you're not getting rich laying 14 in divisional games in the NFL, yeah. no matter the circumstance. And so, you know, San Francisco gets can 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 win this many ways and not cover 14 points. So I'll, I'll no, see. yeah, and and I feel like San Francisco, yeah, this will be like a you know 31 21 game. It 14 is a lot, and I think Arizona, I don't know, <laughs> I'm trying to make a case for them, but Seven 14 to one on the money line. 14 is just so crazy for a division dog. George Kittle's been getting involved. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy is undefeated as a starter. I guess what I, can, I, I'll I'll say this: JJ Watt's going to go out with a bang. JJ Watt two sacks, that's and that's enough for. to uh, that's enough to carry the four. That's who they're playing for. Yeah, because if, if it was just about Cliff Kingsbury, we'd have some problems. All right, uh, two more in the late afternoon slate. Chargers head to Denver, where the Broncos. Did I mistype this? Denver's minus two, minus one thirty on the money line. Yeah. Chargers plus one. That's wrong, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, Double really? check. Well, because the um, it depends on. Oh, the it early, did. It flipped. It, yeah, because what they did with the time, Chargers can know whether or not they're locked in the fifth spot when this game kicks off. Oh, so fuck. they can decide whether or not to take this buy. If if the Bengals win, they can take their bye week again. This is why. But that's the Bengals winning, assuming they don't have to play that other game. You know, like that's hmm. that's where this stuff. So gets then, the, wonky. I, then the way we play this, because if 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 Cincy wins, you're saying the Chargers are essentially locked. The line in. flip because yeah. So if Cincy wins, there's no way like the Chargers get the five seed every time. Yeah, 
and and they just got Bosa back. They just looked really good in that game. They could really take their foot off this gas. But but wouldn't we wouldn't we be told to to now? Yes, yeah, so we'd. Fame. But no one no one needs it though. That's what I'm saying. But you but it's not about the other team needing it. It's about fading the team that does need it. But uh, no one needs it though. That's yeah. So then but then it becomes just a flat handicap, which is take the Chargers on the road. Right, but you're not going to see. I I would be surprised if you see Justin Herbert in this game. That's fine. Yeah, you, I I'm not taking the Broncos. I can't. I'm physically. You you locked them laying points one once a couple weeks ago, and that was the end. You just threw them in the trash. Nothing yeah. to look at here. System play. Chargers on the road. Not to mention, we just highlighted a case as to why Baltimore winning makes sense. Like since he not like neither team caring and Baltimore just having better backups. And taking care of business, which could then put all right. So here's the parlay. No, no, but also well, like on, too. Why wouldn't we parlay Baltimore and Chargers money line? Yeah, because if if Baltimore wins, then the Chargers as a as a dog is play. fucking great. Yeah, then you're getting the Chargers as a dog. It's it's crazy value. Oh, yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's a good play. Dog. No, we're we're fucking. But again, I think that is just like fifth to. Like they're they can move up, but not not that much. I do think for the Chargers, fit five seed is key, because going to Jacksonville or Tennessee is way better than going to Cincy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the more that I think about it, the more that if I'm Baltimore or Cincy, I'm I'm laying back and just saying fuck it, we'll play our second meaningful game in a week. Dallas coming off Thursday night football where they definitely were uh, laying down, looking ahead. Who knows? Uh, I guess game didn't matter all that much to them. They just need to get the dub. Dallas is now laying seven and a half against the Washington commandos and newly minted starting quarterback, Sam Howell. Who's running this team, the media or Ron Rivera? Jesus Christ. Have they told Ron Rivera they're out of the playoffs yet? <laughs> it sounds like Ron Rivera was going to go back to Taylor Heineke. Yeah. And then, he, then he changed his mind. Also, why would you put that out in the media? <laughs> Why would too you tell honest, anyone? Ron. Too honest. Yeah, I talked to I told Taylor he was gonna start and then talked to some other folks and decided not to. It's like, all right, you make Tyler Haneke the the guy the only guy who showed a spark for you this season. Uh, yeah. It, Commanders always play Dallas tough. They always do. Yeah, it's the biggest rivalry for them. Yeah. Um Cowboys looked shitty against the Titans on the road. This is a back to back road spot. A lot of motivation, or maybe not. If Dallas, I mean, Dallas claims to also be playing all their starters. That Dallas is, but they're playing the same time as the Eagles, 49ers, and Minnesota. So again, there's a world where they get the number one seed. Absolutely, but for them Although to I get guess the Minnesota, one seed, Minnesota plays earlier. So for them to get the one seed, it, it's just about that. Like they need the Eagles to lose as a 14 point favorite. Yeah. So there is that. Um, I mean, if you're Dallas and you have a locked up game against Tampa Bay right now, I, there, I, would you be surprised if they take some key guys out maybe earlier in the third quarter than normal? I mean, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if they're scoreboard watching. I mean, they Sam already, they already kind of took Tony Pollard out when he probably could have played against the Titans. Zeke is taking a ton of shots. He he doesn't look great. And really, I mean, regardless of whether they need this game or not, a Dak on the road has been turning the ball over. I don't think you can make them a seven point road favorite. 
So just to, uh, I think this is the Commander Super Bowl. Oh, you put Sam Howell in. This is insane because Ron you Rivera. Say, you say what? What ultimate fuck you to Carson Wentz? Then the offense just balls out of their mind against a Cowboys defense that's maybe looking ahead, uh, that doesn't quite need this. It's gonna piss me off it. too because that Sam Howell like 110 to one rookie of the year ticket. I mean, you know Sam Howell's gonna come out and look great. John well, compared Dotson to Carson bombs. Wentz, yeah. Come on, he's gonna be playing with house money. He's gonna look awesome. This is definitely a spot where I'm taking I'm taking the the Commanders, and and your new favorite mascot and all. Of oh, them. Major Tutty, <laughs> Major Tutty's a good mascot. <laughs> I, I've I've been gaining support. You and Colby are haters. What it, you keep doing this? I'm not in Colby's boat. Oh, I, okay. I just so you like Major Tutty better than Blob? They're oh yeah. I I think like I I both agree with you on Blob, but also think that Major Tutty. I mean, the Angry Birds thing really is a problem for me. The more that I, I'll have to break him down, compare him to other mascots. But he's not like a noticeably bad mascot, and that's what he was getting okay. painted as. Yeah, he's a he's a cartoon pig that wears an army helmet. Like a, he's that's like a three star awesome. recruit. Oh, he's like yeah, three star. Better recruit. than like the tree at Stanford. He's like yeah. Oh, the tree's actually pretty cool. I'll give it to the tree. Oh. Real hippie, real hippie we answer. I mean, swoop for the Eagles. That's a tier one mascot. This guy's because it's an animal. Yeah. And yeah. I, I'm, I just so those, those at home. I do include Vikings as animals going forward. Yeah, pigs are pigs are animals. That's <laughs> just, what you're looking for. But you're humanizing a pig. Pigs don't walk like that normally. That's why you, you amorphizing uh, an animal is that's mascot one one, right? I mean, do I have to explain? What's it's, your it's, favorite mascot? The problem is I don't have a favorite mascot. I'm a I'm a dude who watches football. I'm not looking yeah, at the costumes guys, on the sideline. You, you, you New York City folk. Oh, here hedge, we go. You hedge fund giants. Oh, fans. you're you're like a fucking Raiders fan going to Michael's before the game no. to get some no, styrofoam there's, balls there's one, and there's and one spray person paint. who dresses up. It's called the mascot. It's it's no, fun. I get it. Birds are fine. I I root for a hokey bird. Birds it's a war are cool. Dryden saying beavers are cool. Yeah, yeah beavers are cool. Yeah, I like beaver. Metaphorically, and the mascots on the side of the field. Yeah, right. a, a, a pig wearing an army helmet. Dan Snyder has messed up a ton of things. Major Tutty, it's, it's his best thing he's done in years. <laughs> Say, I'm, I'm not joking. I, Name me a better move he's done is, in the this past. This is one five of my years. favorite. Bits Ron Rivera, <laughs> I, Carson Wentz. Uh, Harassing the cheerleaders, not uh, changing the name, the to to f stumbling into changing the name to football team, which actually worked, well, and then getting move. rid of it and moving it to command. Honoring Sean Taylor, that was the best thing he did. <laughs> that, what it was, you asked this uh, question. Okay, I'm not part of your bit right now. No, I mean that. <laughs> yeah, they, the the Sean Taylor memorial was touching. I need like a fucking forensic files style investigation on Sean and Major Tutty. No, I There's just the emails. Major Tutty. What was, did Blob do? He was getting painted as this horrific mascot when he's not. It's not horrific. I, I agree with he's you. He's like I, a ten to fifteen mascot. If you're if, let's I, say, how many mascots are in the league? Twenty. He's like ten to fifteen. I'm gonna have to write it down, but I will. I'll take that homework assignment, and I will rank the mascots tonight before I before I pass out on the couch. Okay. While watching YouTube videos, all right. Sunday night, we got the the game. Hopefully, this matters. Uh, although, if Seattle wins, Detroit has been eliminated. Five twenty on the West Coast. Lions, Packers. Our hero, Sean. He's still alive for the postseason. In fact, he's favored by four and a half, minus two twenty on the money line. One eighty for the Lions. Forty nine and a half is the total. 
it's a win and in situation for the Packers. History would tell us that four and a half is too much, and we should take the Lions uh, for the motivation angle. Uh, because in theory, there are scenarios where the Packers could need need it, and the Lions basically have no playoff motivation. You could counter that by saying, well, the Lions still want to beat their division rival. Uh, although uh, that wasn't brought out heavily in the Eagles Giants version of that. I think Dan Campbell, I, I think there's Dan Campbell said, Hey, um, it, you know, whatever, if they get eliminated, essentially if Seattle wins, they get eliminated, but he said, they're still going to go balls out. Cause if, if, if they're not getting in, no one is, he said, so if you, well, Which you, not, he doesn't understand how, how the playoffs <laughs> work, but I like that mentality. But it sounds like he's gonna, gonna suicide bot. Like what, it, what? it sounds like a threat to destroy the NFL playoffs. But. Yeah, can we get a can we look in a little background check, maybe? <laughs> I mean If I don't get in, no one gets in. It does seem like uh, it does seem like the Packers are like to me, in my mind, they're a certainty to win this game and and advance the playoffs. But I I, I do think that the number is probably big. I just worry about the scenario where if Seattle, I, I know Dan Campbell can say what he says, but so we're looking at uh, Sunday kicks off. What time locally? Seven o'clock. What local time in Central Time? It's uh, it would be seven twenty. Yeah, seven twenty. Jared Goff below freezing. Yep. That's Don't what I was steal bring my up. trend. That's what I was going to bring up. What else do we have, to, Brian? We have models. Our model tells us something. Four and zero all time. One and zero this year. Yeah. Jared Goff when it's below freezing. 4 0 ATS, right? Yep. Lock it up. Green Bay Packers. I mean, the Packers, the, it looks like they're getting Christian Watson back, which there are holes in that Lions defense. And the Lions are they're kind of a different team outdoors. I know their their rush defense has played a little bit better, but they really let down against the Panthers. And this Packers team just has a horseshoe up their ass. Aaron Rodgers is going is not going to lose to Jared Goff here in this spot with no. the playoffs on the line. And again, I, I, Dan Campbell can say what he wants, but if the players understand that Seattle has won the game, it's not like it's th they're kicking off right after the end. It's the no. night game. So they will hear other people explain to them that they are no longer but I, in I the playoffs. I, I'll say this though. I don't know. I, in a weird way, I, as someone who's picking the Packers, I kind of want the Lions to be alive for yeah, that game. No, I like the Lions because if the Lions know they've been eliminated and they're playing completely loose, I I like them better. Seattle, but if they're if, they're, if Seattle loses and they're playing super tight and they know they win and they get in and they're in Lambo, that's when they freeze. So then we need. So what what you're suggesting we should also do is a Rams. A Rams, Rams Packers parlay. Packers money line parlay. Yeah, and do it now because think about it. You got to write all this down. This is <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna jot this down because we we've come up with some maximum value. All right, so we write said those down. Green Bay money line plus Seattle or uh, Rams money line. Yep. We also I don't even said mind. I think you can go Rams money line Green Bay points because if you get it at four and a half now, think about it. That game's gonna close. That line will go up. But we don't give a shit about CLB at that point. We just want to lock in. I mean, sure, you, you could do yeah, that. Yeah, right. Uh, Baltimore money line with Chargers. Chargers money line. Yes. Those are the two correlated outcomes that we like. Yes. Okay. I was trying to figure out a way to crowbar in the Giants at 7 1. 
That's uh, an insane. I mean, do you want to do a lock dog tease? Uh, yeah, maybe we'll do a lock dog tease on this episode, Ryan. Lock dog tease brought to you by sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. Bet big, win bigger. Happy birthday. So L- let it rip, Kramer. Well, I so with these locks, you you almost have to take I mean, you have to look at games with some level of they're going to play hard, right? You would think, yeah. Okay, so I know the system says not to do it, but I'm going to lock up Mike Tomlin lane two and a half. Oh, wow. They are playing for something. There's not many versions of this where they can't be playing for something, and I'm uh, that's my first lock. My second lock is going to be the Giants plus 14 points because this is a, just an egregious number, and I'm telling you, I think I think – fucking nerds who who have no allegiance to anything and just fucking uh, observe football from a fucking glass situation to avoid germs mm. they don't understand anything they don't under I, i'm telling you sean you're going hard on this ride i believe strongly that th- like they're wrong santa is real and honestly like i i'm not sure any I, i'm probably on an island with this one no everyone likes giants 14 their public dog has fleas okay D- is that true i i haven't heard anyone say philly minus 14 is a good bet yeah because it's not a good bet <laughs> a lot of smart people out there for my dog <laughs> that's what you think of gambling content there's a ton of just smart people I mean, I, I look. I understand what the market, what the market being at fourteen means, and I'm telling 87% you, eighty-seven percent of the bets are on the Giants. I'm so telling, you're in good company. I'm t- It's early. Come on. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you that th- this. Maybe it'll get to a hundred. You're right. It's fake news. Giants play plus fourteen. Great, great, absolute. Great I mean, the best spot. scenario for me is they do play and still don't cover the fourteen. Next up, my dog. Got to take the Titans here. Um, uh, just the, this would be the all-time jag way to end the season, and for my tease, let's let's start with. Oh man, this really is a gnarly week for teasers. All right, we I think we have to start by taking the Texans up to eight and a half. <laughs> you don't have to tease Davis Mills on the road, right? I'm going to. Okay. I think we also have to tease. This isn't key numbers, but the Rams up to 12 and a half. And I think we have to tease the Washington football team up to 13 and a half. There you go. I had to swallow before that one. All right. Uh, lock, give me Green Bay minus four and a half. Other lock, Tennessee plus six. Hmm. Dog. Dog. Rams money line. Dog. That's fun. For my tease. Give me Miami up to seven. This is a great tease. Give me uh, Buffalo down to one and a half. You're betting on a guy named Skyler, Sean, yeah, or Mike Glennon. You just or, final answer. Or you're fading Mike White or Joe Flacco on the road. You were into Mike White for a hot minute there. Yeah, now he looks like shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Chargers plus eight. Oh, see, I I badly wanted to go there, but. It does scare me a little bit that they could not need the game at all. You know what? Yeah, instead of Miami plus seven, I'll go Philly to minus eight. That's easy money. Mm. Did you also want to change the Chargers? No, I'll I'll stick with the Chargers. Okay. And Denver, and I mean Denver covering eight points would mean they have to get to twenty points with Russell Wilson, right? That's true. 
And uh, to add, we like the green parlaying Green Bay and Rams money line. Sean likes yep. Rams money line with the Packers and the spread. Obviously, that's a lock and a dog. We also like the Ravens money line correlated with the Chargers money line. If the Ravens win, the Chargers will need that game. And then at that point, you're getting massive EV. Massive, massive EV. It's like you're taking a plus 110 dog and you're turning it into a plus 700 dog. So our final Circa Millions card, Pittsburgh minus two and a half, Giants plus 14, Green Bay minus four and a half, Tennessee plus six, and then uh, I, f- I assume we put the Rams in here as well, six and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Let's put that one in there. Let's go. Uh, Dryden is confused on the correlation. We're saying that we like the Packers more if the lions do need the game. Yeah. Because that's when the, that's when the lines completely fuck up. If the lines have been eliminated, that's kind of, they're kind of a little scarier. And candidly, I like the, I would probably take that seven and a half, right. Or whatever the number moves to. Yeah. What maybe. does it move to? It's seven. If it's moves to seven, seven and a half might be interested. A Jared Goff. No, it's still Jared Goff below freezing. Yeah. What are we talking about? So it's a system what are we play. Talking about? And reminder, the two close your eyes special Texans and uh, bears this week. Yeah. <sighs> Didn't make it into locks, but they're uh, auto plays. We play them. Uh, there will be cash wagered. There I, will be cash wagered, Ryan. Yeah. I go to the church of the close your eyes special. <laughs> it's like a motorboat, but for gambling. Dryden saying, thank you, teachers. Good class. Thank you, hmm. students, for signing in. Toss us a nice rating review over on Apple Podcasts. I'm randomly uh, going to be rewarding the best reviews of the week with a sweet, sweet SGPN gift card. Value to be decided by me on how awesome the review is. So get to work over there. Uh, we got the pregame show Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Tons of stuff there. Still have a DFS show, pick show, playoff best ball coming at you for the rest of the week. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. That's how you get. Uh, that's how you get the. That's how you really get the real action. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For sports gambling podcast, I'm Sean Stegging the Money Green, and he is Ryan. Shout out to Kyler Murray. Uh, my username is Kramer Centric. Look me up. Kramer, let it ride. <laughs> <laughs>